0: Hello, everybody, and indeed welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 182. Can you believe we've, I mean, we're almost at 200. This is unbelievable. I've been chatting with all my beautiful friends on the Reddit live stream, the RPAN area. I was just telling them I was going to totally fuck up the intro, and I must say, I actually did pretty good, if I don't say so myself. That went way better than I thought it was, was going to go. I have been chatting it up with all my fun friends in the Reddit live stream. For you Spotify listeners, let me explain what's going on. Maybe you're a new listener. I haven't really explained this in a long time. All right. I am, uh, from a podcasting perspective, I'm a riddle wrapped inside an enigma. I get on, I do a Reddit live stream every morning to record this podcast. A lot of my podcasting friends, some of them in the live stream right now, like uh, like Harry from the multiple award-winning Gamers Watch podcast, you got to go check them out on YouTube now. You got to check out the Gamers Watch YouTube. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I never would have bet on those crazy fucks to get it together and do something just as artistically beautiful, although Sean has tremendous skills. I hope Sean listens to this. He's got to know that he has tremendous skills, I'm sure. Amber Glow says, Why don't you record some of your own piano playing? That's a great idea, Amber. And actually, I have recorded some of my own stuff. I did nail it, didn't I, Georgie? Anyway, um... I, again, I was explaining what in the hell you're listening to if you're if you're on the Spotify podcast. Which bless you, thank you. Um, I record this thing live. Most podcasting friends I know, I think uh, Harriet Gamers Watch is uh, is an example. I think uh, I think maybe also I would say that uh, the Sandman Stories podcast, who is also in the in the live stream, check out that podcast as well probably does some editing I don't do any editing for better or worse now you know probably most people listen to my podcast and they hate it maybe Well, for all I know I don't really know but that's what we're doing right now I do this show every morning and I tell you what when I first started doing this first of all I didn't even know I was making a podcast my goofy computer guy Vincenzo uh, started up got the podcast feed going before I even knew. It. I think I think I wasn't aware of the actual podcast till like episode 4. How funny is that? Anyway, there's no rhyme or reason I just started doing this. Well, lo and behold, magic happened. And uh basically I, I now I have one of the funnest lives around, right? I get to sit around with all you people and drink coffee in the morning. Vincenzo, goddammit. it, that fucker. There's actually so many. Uh, this is maybe a good time to talk about. You know, we're always trying to push the show. Thank to thanks to really you guys. If it were just up to me. I think we'd be fairly stagnant, but you guys helped me along the way, right? We're up on the discord. And uh, we've done, we're, we're on Twitch. We're on Twitch. Like we've been running some Twitch tests. I'm actually going to draw a line in the sand. Let me ask you guys today. Honestly, what I'm thinking is that Friday of this week, Friday show will be the first live Chicago, Tony V show done stream to twitch how do you like them apples please let me know let me know is this a a good idea or do you say no I haven't played those sound effects in forever I I wasn't even sure where they are on my board I still have a couple of brain cells working which is super super exciting how do you guys feel about that the, I tell you, I've I appreciate the help you guys have given me on uh, getting up on Twitch. It's been super fun. Yak Horseman and I did uh, did a a little interview the other day that was interesting. Jesus Christ! If for no other reason, you got to get on Twitch. Follow me on Twitch. Which? What's the link? I don't fucking know. Let's see. Twitch.tv/slash Chicago Tony V. Probably. Get on Twitch and watch my interview with Yak. If for no other reason, well, I'll give you two reasons. Number one is you get to see Studio B here in wider uh, view, wider view, which is kind of interesting. It's going to fill in some gaps for any of you that might be wondering what the hell does the rest of the studio look like? You'll you'll get to know that. And then but the other reason that you should really check out our Twitch is you got to see Yak Horseman's hair. For any of you guys that saw this thing, have you ever seen hair shaped like, like this thing? The guy's are like out of a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> and I really, I hope you understand. I say that with much love and admiration. First of all, what I wouldn't give to have as much hair as Yak Horseman does. And and a few of, uh, more of his inches, too. Salty put the link right in the thing. Thank you, Salty. By God, I nailed it. Twitch.tv slash Chicago Tony V. Georgie says, Yak's whore is... Uh, uh, Yak's, whore, Yak's whore? Yak's hair. <laughs> Yak's hair is magic. And it is. I've never seen anything like it. Salty agrees. Salty says, "I certainly didn't expect his hair." Let's see. Is any? Has anyone give me feedback here? Um. Yeah. Oh, tank. Oh my God! Classic line. Tank. Tank says, "Streamed to Twitch sounds disgusting." If you said it ten years ago, yeah, I know. Or like, uh, like I'm some sort of. Like I'm some sort of. Uh, fucking crystal meth user, right? Twitch. Unread this story, or is it unread this story? Unread this story says Renaissance Man. Anyway, what do you guys think? Honestly, anyone, any ideas? I think this Friday show, now this is bold of me to say because it's a different setup. I'm, of course, so used to doing this show on Reddit, which I love. That's how we all met. Isn't that amazing? But I think it's time to uh, start doing some stuff on Twitch. Amber has been right all along. And uh, so what do you think? I'm thinking this Friday is the first live Chicago Tony V show on Twitch. My brain. Okay, so there's a positive vote from Salty. Do it, says Salty. My brain, when I first saw Twitch, I thought it was T-Witch. I was like, what the fuck is (laughs) T-Witch? I don't know. T-Witch. Let's see. South Park Gamer says, I've been wondering, does the rest of the world like to abbreviate and make an acronym like US in the USA? I don't know, South Park Gamer. Does the rest of the world like to abbreviate? I would say if I had to give an answer, I would say in general, we are all infused with uh, the energy conservation principle, right? This is why sharks prefer to eat wounded fish instead of going after perfectly healthy fish. Same applies for a leopard on the open plains, right? They look for the... They look for the animal with the gimpy leg. It's because of the energy conservation principle. I bet you didn't think you were going to get a heady answer to your question like that. So abbreviations, that's so we get to conserve energy. We don't have to say as big of words. Like United States of America. See, how many calories did I just burn right now? Whereas if I say USA... I burned fewer calories. Now thinking along those terms, it makes me wonder. What the fuck am I doing? I talk for an hour every morning. Just think of the calorie burn there, but it can't be too bad because I'm still. Uh, large and in charge, let's just say. Um, Georgie says live Twitch bugs out for me with the crap connection I have here. Yeah, that sucks. Now eventually I'll tell you eventually this the, with the app that I'm using I'm going to be able to live stream to several platforms as, at once. So like YouTube is coming. I'll be live streaming to Twitch and YouTube. Look at us grow people. We're we're rising like the phoenix from the ashes. Chicago Tank It's complicated, okay? Georgie, uh... It's complicated. Yeah. Maybe on the Discord, Georgie can give you guys some more... Or here, I mean... Fuck, I don't care. Georgie, whatever you want. But, anyway. Oh. Let's see. South Park Gamer. No, I didn't expect that. I get it. Is that too, uh... Is that to attribute to our high-stress, high-energy culture versus the world? I have no idea. But I will say it's convenient. I mean, uh, when someone says, hey, what country do you live in? It's easier to say USA. It just is. Or, uh, or uh, how, how much schooling do you have? Oh, I got my PhD. I don't even know what those letters stand for. D is probably doctorate, right? I don't know what the PH stands for. Oh, my God. Am I dumb? Nixonkin followed me on Reddit. Thank you for the follow. Oh, Tank has his music homework already. today. Uh, Tank's music homework today is Queen. Fat Bottom Girls. That is a classic. That is a classic. Um, speaking of, um, music homework, I don't know why music homework made me think of this, but I, I tweeted out a couple things this morning that were just like kind of interesting to me. And now I can't even remember what they are. So I want to, I want to pull them up here. A lot of times what I do now, one thing, this, uh, cleaning up my diet has done is I guess I'm requiring less sleep or something. I'm really getting up quite early these days, which I have done in the past. I'm historically a morning person. That's just the way it goes. Um, But uh, I was up early. I was up at like four something this morning and I start jumping around, looking around, reading here, reading there, just seeing what's out there. And a couple things interested me. I tweeted them out. One was uh, this person that posted this question. About a, about a live, or was it a live streamer? Let's see. Let me read the headline. This was posted to the backpacking subreddit. Says, anyone else find it a bit, a bit distasteful and callous to, quote, live on $5 a day, unquote, for a YouTube video in a country where people are starving? This is why I dislike travel vloggers, as a whole, and it's kind of interesting. It really got me thinking, and the uh, the video you can see is one of these stereotypical. You know, you can spot like a professional, whatever YouTuber from a mile away, right? They they have the they have the really nice thumbnail that somehow I don't know how they do it, but it it, it draws you in. Like, oh, interesting. I wonder what that's like. And then, of course, the topic. Yeah, what would it be like to live on $5 in in that country? You know? Robo, I definitely have more energy. Robo says, do you have more energy? I really do. I really do. I mean, if I keep it up, if I keep on this trajectory, I might not uh, need to drive over and see you or fly over and see you, I might skip. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty good. I could just walk to your place. It might take me a month. Might take me a month. Anyway, so this idea of this YouTuber, right? And that someone is kind of ticked off. I don't know. I see it the other way. So if this guy is in this very impoverished country and he's going to start shooting videos saying, here's what it's like to live on $5. I think what the, the person that doesn't like it is saying is like, uh, that's kind of throwing it in their face. Right. But my, uh, my feeling is this is maybe bringing attention to the situation. You know, now I, I mean, maybe I de- And I don't know what the country is, whatever. Let's say it's uh Shit, I have no idea. Sri Lanka. I don't know. I don't know what the economics there, but let's just pick Sri Lanka. If some guy made this interesting video, which taught me, my goodness, it's hard times in Sri Lanka, and just a little bit of money goes a long way because everyone's so impoverished, well, now now that makes me aware of the situation, right? So I see it the other way. I say this YouTuber who's making this video... About this impoverished country might be at least bringing attention, right? Isn't that what all these campaigns, right, are all about? Awareness. Cancer awareness, right? What uh, what other awareness campaigns? There's all sorts of awareness. Spending gobs of money. So this YouTuber is maybe just bringing awareness to whatever, this poor country. So I, I see it the other way. I see it the other way. That's just me. Oddly enough, am I gonna watch that video? Probably not. I got better things to do. I don't know. Let's see. Let me think of what else I gotta gotta do here. Let me switch this to this. So we'll do, let's see, we'll do mailbag in about 13 minutes Roughly, we'll see what's going on in there. What else did I put on on uh, Twitter? My Twitter is uh, is at Chicago Tony. If anyone wants to go find that thing I'm talking about, at Chicago Tony. Oh yeah, the other thing I posted, um, I reposted some something. Uh, someone shared a video on Reddit, uh, which is it's it's some sort of circus. Performance, you can tell. I don't know if it was Barnum and Bailey. I don't even know if they're still in business now that I think about it. But uh, <laughs> it's these, and yeah, you, you would have to go to my Twitter really to understand it. So why am I describing this on an audio Spotify podcast? I'm not so sure. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but anyway, these guys. Basically, there's a guy holding this pole that has to be 15 feet tall. What's on top of that pole? A guy standing on the top of it. And he's holding like a 15 foot high pole with a little wicker chair on it. And then these circus performers, they got one of those teeter totters and it's this deal where one guy jumps down on one end of the teeter totter It makes the other guy fly through the air and he lands on the top of this chair. Now he's 30 feet in the air. He's got two guys balancing underneath him. And I watch this thing and it's like, no way. I'm fascinated by the way people make a living by the various ways. And just what has to happen in your life where, how do you end up that way? Do these people have no other opportunities? Or I, I don't know how well paid they are. I certainly hope they're paid well because they're risking their freaking lives. It's just amazing. The uh and how do you even practice that? I guess maybe you you just put padding everywhere, but in the live performance, no. They're doing this above like a concrete floor. It's insane. Yeah, Tank says I can barely get in my chair and it's on the fucking floor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just look at those people and I think, what? I mean, can't you go sell used cars or something? Couldn't you? I don't know what a comparable job money-wise would be. Who knows? Maybe they're paid halfway decently. I kind of figure maybe not. Especially with this flu thing that's going around. I'll I'll bet ticket sales have been down in general. I don't know. Something to think about. I, maybe those people like they can't work a normal job. I think there are people like that. Hell, who knows? Maybe I'm that. I'm I'm like that now. I I couldn't go down to Applebee's, and uh, or maybe I don't know. That would probably be kind of fun. Go wait tables and at Applebee's. I certainly wouldn't eat there though. That's the problem. I don't know the hell else did i post on twitter let's see it's funny because i don't even remember oh yeah there's this last one there are these two two sisters they they call them the silent twins and this is fascinating um june and jennifer gibbons were identical twins born in april of 1963 they became known as the silent twins as they chose to only speak to each other even creating a language between themselves so no other person could hear what they were saying. After committing crimes together, which consisted of theft and arson, they were committed to a mental health hospital. While being there uh, for 14 years, Jennifer had sudden heart failure and died. Her death still remains a mystery since there was no poison or drugs in her system. Because of this, June actually started to talk to other people, telling them that her sister had sacrificed herself so she could live a normal life. Isn't that a fascinating story? I read that and it's like my friends over at the uh, Drunk Theory pod- podcast need to listen to that. Or need to do an episode on that story. They This is the sort of thing they would find fascinating. Kelly over there at Drunk Theory would... Research the hell out of it. They'd make some sort of drink concoction. They'd all get shit faced and then talk about this interesting case. I, I, you would have to be criminally insane, right, to talk, speak to only your twin, speak in a language that you have made up so that no one else can understand you. And then, how do you use that thing? You, you plan uh, crimes and uh, including arsons. That's not right, people That's not normal But I do think there's It's almost like uh, A very poetic story, really If you think about it If it's true that this sister killed herself So the other one could finally live a normal life And start talking to other people I don't know Someone ought to make a movie out of these people. Who knows? Maybe it's already happened. I have no idea. You know, my little brother had a friend. They made up their own language. And I mean, it worked. I didn't know what the fuck they were saying. Thanks, says, I would be uh, a blamed... Uh, is there a typo? I would have blamed the dead twin as the mastermind. Yes! Brilliant Tank, that's absolutely right. That kind of reminds me of that movie about the magicians. Oh, The Prestige, I think it was called. I'm not gonna ruin it. That is a fabulous movie for anyone who has not seen The Prestige. It's probably 10, 15 years old. You gotta see it. But there's there's a story of twins in that movie. Yeah, that's a brilliant play, Tank. The one twin dies, and then, yes, I would have been trying to bust out of the joint. Thank God. Thank God Sally, uh, you know, bit the dust because I never told you guys because I was afraid of her. But, uh, oh, my gosh. She, the, the thing she made me do. Tank binged The Wire last week. You know what? You know what honks me off? There's so many series that people love. And I hear about them and they say, I love it. You should check it out. And I, I don't know what it is about me, but I can't get myself to stick to them. The Wire is an example. I tried watching The Wire, I don't know, Sometime early in this flu deal, right? I had it's not like I had something better to do, right? I'm sitting around in isolation and I tried to watch the wire and I fucking I, I two episodes in I couldn't do it. And you know another one I've done this I've done this to Robo now. At least a couple of times Tr- trying to just in solidarity with Robo Kitty, right? I embarked on uh, first, I tried to watch Star Trek, right? Because she's a huge Star Trek fan, huge Star Trek fan, and I'm a huge Robo Kitty fan. So, what do I do? I want st- to, I want to watch Star Trek. Well, I got like a couple episodes into that, the latest one. Is uh, I I want to or uh, The Walking Dead? She's watched all The Walking Dead, so it's like fuck it. I'm gonna watch The Walking Dead. And uh, lo and behold, uh, now that one I'm maybe five six episodes in. Okay, so I'm not. I haven't given up on that totally, but uh, you know, it does kind of honk me off that I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this. That I can't follow through. With the, because, because I want to relate to my friends, right? I want to see the series you've seen. Now, sometimes it works. I, I watched all of uh, Sopranos. I watched all of Breaking Bad, so it does work. I watched all of Squid Game. Did I watch all of that uh, WandaVision? I might have. Is there another season of WandaVision coming out? I can't remember. Dead? Oh, that's what you did with Deadwood Tank, huh? Did you put it down? I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm not going to give up on The Walking Dead. By the way, trivia. And forgive me if I've already mentioned it. I I, I think I said this to Robo uh, once. The... Uh, I used to, just for fun, I ran this little experiment of selling shit on eBay, you know? Just cause I heard, that's another thing I heard about. People are doing this. So like I had this little hobby and it's just, you know, whatever, you go to garage sales, you buy something interesting, you post it on eBay and it turns out that's like treasure to someone. Well, uh, I had one of those old uh, flip clocks where the numbers flip like from the eighties, you know, this vintage clock. was white and it sold on eBay and eBay of course when you sell something because you have to send it to them they you know who bought it right so I looked it up now this was actually a production company I looked that up it turns out it was the production company for uh, Walking Dead they bought this flip clock from me now lo and behold I'm having lunch with a buddy Uh, last month and somehow he revealed he's a Walking Dead fanatic so I told him my Walking Dead story about that clock and I said I said "This, this this bothers me that I I have never been able to watch Walking Dead because I want to look for that clock I described it perfectly to him later that freaking day he sent me a screenshot of that clock in in an episode So I know for sure it made it in an episode. That's kind of interesting. Know what I mean? 729, let's break into the mailbag, people, and just see see what's up. See what we got going on. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a good day. So far. So far, so good. All right, here's a letter. Let's see. Hey, Tony. My daughter is a senior in high school and has been dating a classmate for about six months. I recently found out that they regularly, quote, check each other's cell phones, unquote, to make sure neither of them are cheating. I find this to be totally outrageous and maybe even a horrible sign for the future of the relationship. I want to put my foot down and encourage my daughter to move on from this guy but my wife is not so sure that's a good idea what's your take this is from Alan P let me get this straight these two lovebirds you said they're in high school they check each other's phone to make sure you're not what texting other people or something like that That, I, I mean I'm with you Alan p that is a little weird that's a little weird is this a th- is this a common thing you people all you guys are hipper than I am anyone in the live stream or anyone that has kids teenage kids whatever is this what they do if I'm dating someone do I do I check the other person's phone to make sure like one of those dating apps isn't on there and stuff I hope the world hasn't come to this. I'm with you, Alan. It it would bother me, too. To think think of some dude scanning my daughter's phone just to double-check. Very creepy. Bad sign, I say. And if it was the guy's idea, it would make me a little nervous, right? That this is the uh, overly jealous type and this is maybe not a good thing. I could see why you would be worried. Now, if it's your daughter's idea... Well, you know, that's not good either. I think you got to trust. You got to tr- if there's if there's not trust. Yeah, Tank says but the daughter is checking too. May have been her idea. Yeah, it was probably one of one of them had the idea, but it's it is interesting that they both checked. That that makes me feel better than one person checks the other and then game over. That would be a total red flag. But uh yeah, I'm skeptical. This this generally bothers me a little bit, Alan P. I mean it's the sort of thing you just look into the into the future, years into the future, and it's like one of these two is gonna be hiring a private detective. Which speaking of shortening words, why did they shorten detective to dick? Right? Bank dick. Instead of bank detective, which why do banks need detectives in the first place? That was a little ADD rant there, right? Or is it ADHD? (laughs) It's been a while since we've talked about that. Georgie has a good point. She says, if those are agreed on terms of their relationship, though, you know, that is an interesting point. And that's that is a positive thing. I mean, I mean, maybe that's a sign that uh, they're communicating and one or both of them are saying, look, I'm sorry, but I'm going to need this, right? I'm going to need this. So I get it. That's a good point, Georgie. Hey, I think I forgot to say, anyone that wants to send mail into the mailbag, the email address is Chicago Tony V like vegetable at gmail.com that's where these letters go it's super fun it's I love doing the mailbag and I'm always shocked that people (laughs) whatever people seem to like uh I don't know sending me things and seeing what I'm gonna say I guess that's a good point yeah I would say Alan this is not like freak out level unless you've met this kid and you're just generally getting a vibe that he's bad news and very controlling stuff if if that's the case you could use this maybe as leverage to demonstrate to your daughter like hey i think this guy's a bad dude and here's why like here's some perspective but i mean you know tank and georgie make some good points it is 50 50 so maybe it's not that big of a deal i don't know i hope this helps alan p okay next letter Dear Tony, is it me or has romance fundamentally changed? I feel like couples used to be much more prone to standing by each other through thick and thin. I feel like dating and relationships were treated as amazing gifts that should be cared for very carefully. I'm 56 years old and have been divorced for the last four years. My friends finally encouraged me to do one of those dating apps As I've dipped my toe back in, I just feel like the whole dating scene is way more casual and cheap. Where is the chivalry? Where is the romance? Am I just too old for this? This is from Debbie S. from Gainesville, Florida. God love you, Debbie. God love you. I mean, so I'm 51 years old. And I mean, I generally, I see what you're saying. You know? I think, you know there has been a trend for whatever reason I think to kind of cheapen things. Like I could see, for example, I could see why if you look at the trajectory of let's just say let's let's pick a beach right women's uh, women's apparel on a beach. It was just. Back in the day, it was much more subdued. Now, I, I'm sure, I mean, there you can go far back enough and you see uh, pictures of women on the beach and they're wearing long dresses. I mean, that's way overkill, right? But um, fast forward to today. And let's just say there's nothing you need to leave to the imagination, Right. I mean, go on any beach and you've just basically stopped short of a nude beach, maybe. And so I, I kind of, I do think uh, kind of what you're saying is like some of the magic's gone, you know? I, I see a comment here from Tank that I totally agree with. Tank says, don't use apps to find people naturally. I totally agree with that. I think that's the real world. I would even go so far as to say, I think there's something about these apps that is... uh so unnatural I mean you can't this is not how we find perspective whatever life partners mates whatever you know flipping through flipping a screen like you're like you're at the meat counter and you're picking out uh, the New York strip that you want right I don't think that's how life works so yes I agree with Tank you got to get out in, in real life and especially if you kind of feel, if you're looking for chivalry and you're looking for a, cer- a certain type of person, I think you need to think about where, where are those people, right? You need to think like a marketer. All right. If you're looking for a chivalrous person, I mean, maybe like something like, I, I've always been a huge fan of volunteering. Like I think you find some really nice good quality people when you're volunteering for something these are just good quality people right so i don't know or or uh even uh church you know communities and things like that if you're part of a church then by golly start hanging out with people like you you know but uh you know god love you debbie don't give up this is one of those letters where I'm just talking to myself, really. <laughs> it's good for me to hear, to hear my own answer. The beautiful and elusive Robo Kitty says, "Yeah, online dating freaks me out too. Like shopping, I don't want to be shopped and judged by a profile pic." Completely true. Completely true. I totally agree. Robo Kitty, man. I mean, the the more I get to know you, how could a dating app capture your essence it would be impossible you know amber says it it wasn't an app at the time but my husband and i met on eharmony 16 years ago our social life was a struggle because of our work life yeah i have uh, actually one of my employees uh met her husband i think on eharmony they're a lovely happy couple As I'm sure you guys are, Amber. So, I mean, yeah, it can work. I think if Debbie... Debbie's kind of giving me the idea. She's tried that sort of thing, and for whatever reason, it's not working. I had over 240 matches, says Amber, and he had two. (laughs) That's interesting. Holy cow. I wonder why you had over 240 matches. That might just be... I, I, I get the idea that ladies on these apps have way more you know the the guys are whatever more uh what would it what would it be aggressive let's say whatever Tank says if my pick was on a dating profile I'd be like the last one to come up after the ladies scrolled through. They'd write Tony and ask why chivalry is dead. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha Oh, my God. Hey, if that would drive more listeners to our show tank, I would love that. But I guess they'd have to already be a listener to know to write into my show. So maybe, maybe you don't have to make that sacrifice. I don't know. All I know, I'll say this. Gosh darn it. I mean, it breaks my heart to hear of people who are looking for love. You know what I mean? And I would just say... uh. My thing is just don't stop. You know what I mean? Because like I know some, I know some couples. I've talked about uh, Georgie and Danny before, for example. I've talked about uh, one of my money pennies, Tyra. These people have like storybook relationships. That doesn't mean they're perfect. Yes, that's how you could do it, Tank. Thank you very much. A, a, a Tony V t shirt. That's how that could work. Maybe we could. I've been thinking about t shirts, I just haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> For the love of Christ, Georgie, we need to bust you out of that hospital. <laughs> I'm actually not. God, should I read Georgie's comment? Unbelievable. Confused Kryptonian is in the house. Good to see you, my friend. Hey, Tony and all, late again. But sounds like you were talking about love and life. Yeah, we're just going through the mailbag, Crypto. Hey, are you on our sub our, uh, Discord yet? I've so lost track of everything. I have too much going on. But anyone, anyway, we would love for you to be if you're not up there. Georgie, I... That is the comment of your entire career, Georgie. Holy shit on a shingle. All right, let's do another letter so I can get that out of my mind. Dear Dear Tony, I've been strictly friends with a lady I met through our mutual love of volunteering. What the fuck? First of all, we're getting all these uh, relationship letters. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We, uh, when we met, she and I were both married and there, uh, when we met, she and I were both married and there was never any hint of anything romantic, but we did become very close friends. We were so close, in fact, that I determined to myself that if she and I ever ended up single for some reason, I would propose to her on the spot. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Well, I am a gentleman, so I kept these feelings to myself over the course of a decade. I myself am now divorced and have been for three years now. Maybe I'm not surprised since <laughs> you were in love with this other person. Um, let's see. I have been divorced and have been for three years, and I am engaged to be married to a lovely lady next spring. Well, my very close friend, the only or sorry. My very close friend, the one I've secretly loved all these years, just became a widow last month. Here, here we are, both technically single, and I feel like here is my chance. Holy fucking hell. I have loved her deeply from almost the day I met her. Alas, I am a gentleman though, and I am engaged. What do I do? Holy fuck. Fuck. Bill, this is from Bill in New Hampshire. Good morning, sofa, 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 while I gather myself from this letter. This letter has me freaked out, to be totally honest. This dude, so... This guy has a friend that he... I'll just put it this way. I get being a... Uh, uh, you can go through life, right? And you have friends where you just think seriously. I would, I, I would, I would hold on to that person and never let go. But the person is taken, right? Yeah, this is a major conundrum. This is this has me totally fucked up. So he's loved this lady. See, I even said lady normally. That's how screwed up I am right now. He's loved this lady. Uh, All this time, been pining away after her, but he's a gentleman, so he hasn't done shit. His love life has moved on. Now this lady is finally available after he's engaged to the next one. This is a huge problem. Uh, I mean good Christ here's where I'll just start with a thought my first thought is by you even writing this letter okay and even thinking this way this makes me feel very shaky about this marriage you're about to go into you know Nelson the dog good to see you Nelson says, okay, I'm back, you national treasure, you. So I, I are you guys with me? I feel bad. I, I mean if this guy is feeling this way and he's a he's engaged to some other person who he does say in the letter, he speaks positively of her, right? Uh I am engaged to be married to a lovely lady next spring. Dude. Here's what I would do. I'm not saying this I'm totally not qualified at all to answer this by the way. But what I I'm a lover not a fighter so my okay, here's the, here's my advice. Here's my advice. Approach your friend that you've you've been friends for all this time and you've been pining after and be brutally honest with her. Assuming she can keep a secret, okay? Since you're friends, she probably... I'm assuming she knows you're, who you're engaged to, right? Probably. I don't know how often you talk to this person, but do this. You sit her down, be brutally honest, and just be like, you know what? Ever This whole time I've known you, I've fucking loved you. You know? But you were you were married, I was married... I would be totally honest and say, look I've had these feelings so so long and this is so strong that here I am an engaged person now now you now your life has changed and see what she thinks is, is there is there a chance but I think you have to say to her look, I'm sorry if you're if you're gonna waffle, I mean what I hear in Bill's letter is that he he really wants to be married to his friend. He's loved her for years, right? Yeah, Rover Rebellion says the act of writing, writing the letter is a bid for validation of his newly possible intentions. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, Confused Crypto is right, too. She might not feel the same way he has. That's why I think he needs to approach her and just have it come to, to Jesus and be like, uh, I've loved you forever, just so you know. So much that now you're available. I'm willing to take this total, total fork in the road. Uh, But just be honest. Just be like, now... I totally understand. You might not feel the same way. That's totally fine. But will you just let me know right away? Or maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe there's, maybe, you know, in your heart of hearts, you would love that too. I think if she responds positively, I, 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 maybe this is one of those once in a lifetime things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in love with you, but not in love with you. Yeah, right, Sofa Sofa. Yeah. So, oh my God, this is a... That's what I would do. Confront your friend in a nice way, but just get right down to brass tacks. And I think since you've been good friends for all this time, she's not going to throw you under the bus. She's not going to... She's not going to ruin your engagement unless it's to marry her instead. Then she'll ruin it. But that's what you want. Now, if she says, thanks, but no thanks. Oh, I'm flattered, but uh, I'm sorry, Bill. I've always just, no, I don't see it working out. You're a lovely person. Don't get me wrong, Bill. It's not, it's not you. It's me. If you get that talk, to be totally honest, you still need to maybe be a little worried about this engagement of yours. You know, is she really the right person if you're if you're writing me this letter, Bill? Bill will be taking a leap of faith into purgatory, says confused Kryptonian. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's quite a letter. That's what I would do, Bill. Confront your friend and please, for the love of God, will you please write me and let me know how it goes? If I'll say this, if you end up marrying your, your friend of 10 years, if this turns into a beautiful once in a lifetime love story, will you please invite me to the goddamn wedding? I don't know where you live. If it's somewhere in the USA there, I use the abbreviation again. I'll, I'll go, I'll freaking go. You clearly love this person, which I think is a beautiful thing. I think uh, love, I think love is the best feeling there is. I'm like a, I'm really like an explorer for love, Bill. And I, I commend you on your expedition. I say go for it. I'm working on my own little love expeditions myself. Uh, Georgie says she's newly widowed, though. That's not cool to do to her. I hear ya. I mean, but the reality of the situation is, the timing It's now or never, right? Elvis said that, right? It's now or never. Hell, Bill, you can play her that song if you're trying to seal the deal. Come home me tight. I realize, I mean, there's never going to be a perfect situation. And yes, she's newly widowed. And this is a bummer. But it's not cool to do to her. Is this really doing to her? Is this such a horrible thing to go to a friend? I mean, you've been friends. You care about each other. And just be like, I fucking love you. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I love you you know and i always have is that is that such a horrible thing now i think he's got to say to her uh i'm sure this is a surprise and you've already proven here's another thing georgie he's already proven that he can be a gentleman about this thing and and keep this shit to himself so if she if she says oh god i'm sorry well he's already proven that he's going to be A stand-up dude. If she says no, he's going to be like, "Uh, okay, great. Good. You know? Let's still be friends because I've loved you this whole time and we still had... We we were good friends. Like, so let's not lose that. I don't see how that's really doing something to her. You know? (laughs) Meg, the Megaturd says, it's the perfect time to swoop in when she's emotional. (laughs) oh man yeah maybe here's an interesting comment confused Kryptonian says Bill sounds like he is obsessed and not in love I don't know man obsessed I mean he's been friends with her I don't know if I would say obsessed This is a tough one. This is maybe one of the toughest letters I've ever I've ever gotten. Rover Rebellion says Georgia Girl, to some extent, and if the chemistry is what Bill expects it to be, what a blessing it could be to have someone to help navigate that with. Crypto says if she says no, then it is a downhill slope for him. But here's the thing. Right? Here's the thing. If he's been pining away for this person, he obviously knows her well. So this isn't willy-nilly. This is someone he knows very well. And he's had a long time to really think about it and get to know her as a person. Let's say he doesn't act on this. I think it's going to bother him for the rest of his freaking life. I think he's got to try. That's what I think. <clears throat> Why do you think, Crypto, it's going to be a downhill slope for him if she says no? It may, Maybe you say that because maybe this is going to cause doubts in his mind about this marriage he's about to go into. It's too bad that he's engaged. That fucks everything up. That's bad timing. But it sounds like Bill Bill must be some sort of catch. Someone someone else already agreed to marry him. I don't know. It's a tough I feel so bad for this guy. Rejection after pining for so many years will hurt even more than not trying. Maybe. I that's not the way I see it. No. Here, here's my take on it, alright? And this is just maybe how I'm wired. I, I want to... Uh, I think the real spice in life... is fucking going for it. That's it. Going for it. That's the real spice. I think spending all this time thinking about this person, and then there's a window of opportunity, and then you just let it go by... I don't know. I think at the end of the end of life, right? You're you're looking at your scorecard, right? This is kind of the way I look at it. You're looking at your scorecard, right? And you got a bunch of strikeouts, right? You got you got some hits, you got some singles, you got some doubles. You know, if you're lucky, you got uh, some some home home runs, maybe even a freaking uh, what do they call it, grand slam in there, right? But what you don't want on your life on your deathbed is look at the score scorecard, and you are on the the DL all the time that that you didn't play the game. I think that for me, that's what would hurt the worst. What a discussion we have going here today. This is fascinating. Oh, wait, Bozo the person. Who's Bozo the person? We have a new Reddit user in the live stream. Uh, okay, you have a weird question that maybe I'll get to, Bozo, here in a second. let Let's. I want to wrap up this discussion about Bill, but thank you for joining the show. Um, Rover Rebellion says, I disagree with uh, Crypto. I think he will find clarity... And definitive understanding. If if he gets rejection. See and I would agree with Rover here on that one. Leave no questions unanswered says Tank. This is how I'm leaning too. I think you got to face facts right. uh, Crypto says imagine he was going for it. Until he got engaged to be married soon. Yeah. (laughs) See, Amber says, I always hate that what if that hangs around in your mind. I know. I know. That's what I hate, too. The what ifs. I can't stand it. I really hope that Bill writes me back for the love of Christ. Okay? We need... We need it to be continued on this. I feel for this guy. And by the way. Let it not be unsaid. Okay. I respect the hell out of Bill. Because he had these feelings. And he kept it to himself. While she was married. Let let that not go unnoticed. That is huge. Okay. Yes. He was a stand up, dude, a gentleman about it the whole time. I can tell. And so That's pretty awesome. That that might you know, that might even teach uh, her something about you, Bill. When you tell her, "Look, I love you. I've always loved you. You're terrific. I I want you in my life. I want to lay down on a couch and watch Casablanca with you." Right? Maybe that will allow her to reflect and be like, Jesus Christ, what a fucking gentleman. He felt this way the whole way. I didn't even know we were friends, but he kept it to himself. I think that's stand up. Crypto says, I hope Bill invites you for either wedding rather than just uh, rather than none. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a chance he could bust. He could. He could uh, crap out. She might, he might confront her and she says, oh, Bill, oh my gosh, sorry, but no. And then, and then he might, it might get him thinking about his current engagement and be like, how can I marry this person when I wanted to bail for this other person? Yeah, it's true. Oh God. What a deal. That letter got me going like nobody's business. Love is a many-splendored thing. I'm just happy to uh, meet another, uh, another person on a love expedition. That's what I'll call it. Bill, see this as an amazing adventure. An amazing adventure. That's what it is. I think that's what life is. If you've got the right perspective, it's a goddamn... It's one roller coaster ride, endless, and it's amazing. And part of that ride is is the love part, and the lust part, and the the just your you know the feelings and everything. And sometimes that takes the uh, form of a loop-de-loop. Sometimes it's a corkscrew. Sometimes it's fucking upside down. Right? It's terrific. God love you. You're a lucky dude. You have. Maybe you have options. I don't know. Anyway, speaking of lucky dude, I'm a lucky dude too. To be able to hang out with you beautiful people and sip coffee and shoot the shit and read people's love letters and whatever else. Fascinating. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me this morning. I can't believe I don't have to tinkle right now, too. That's interesting. I wonder if that's this new low-carb thing. Because I, I got on the live stream 20 minutes before we started recording. I've been drinking coffee all morning. I can't believe I don't have to tinkle. 8weight just followed me. Thank you, 8weight. I appreciate it. I appreciate all you guys. Um... I want to, uh, just say an extra, uh, good luck this morning to a special someone out there. You know who you are and, uh, everyone to everyone else. I want to say, keep on trucking. And, and I want to speaking of love to all you guys. I want to say, I love you and I like you. It's two different things, right? It's the best of all world worlds. You're good people you guys are good people and I really appreciate you and uh, I'm going to be back here same bad time same bad place tomorrow maybe from Studio A maybe I gotta I'm probably going to be in Studio A uh, for a fair bit today because uh, a little bit of a scuttlebutt over at the office last night anyway I will see you guys online tomorrow morning until we meet again I just want to remind you Don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay. I love you guys. See you tomorrow. Be good and good luck. Bye-bye.